world football from Ivory Coast. Welcome to the show. Hello from me, John Bennett. We have a new African champion. It's the third time they've won the star. Ivory Coast are the 2023 AFCON winners. A 2-1 win in the final against Nigeria. You can hear the Ivory Coast fans celebrating all around us. Let's get some immediate reaction to that amazing win for Ivory Coast. Yet another comeback. We've got Sally Adrame here, who's an Ivorian football journalist. And we've got Fizayo Dairo, who is a Nigerian football journalist. Salia, we have to start with you. Okay. Just describe your emotions, the emotions of everyone here in, in Abidjan. It's, uh, it's incredible. I cannot describe what I'm living now. It, I don't believe, I still don't believe it's a dream for me to live uh, this, uh, this winning here at home for the first time. Uh, it's unbelievable. So uh, it's, I'm happy, I'm proud to be a Navarian. And I'm a journalist that has witnessed this uh, result here in Abidjan. And thanks to God. Thanks to God. Yet another comeback as well. You went 1-0 down against Nigeria. William yes. Trustekong scored a looping header. The stadium felt flat. Yeah. Then Franck Kessier headed in an equaliser and an incredible story. Sebastian Allaire with the winner. Did you always believe that there'd be another miracle, there'd be another comeback? Because you've had so many comebacks and so much drama in this tournament. Yes, we still believe. We still believe because we remind at uh, maybe Yamoussoukro when uh, we were against Sub Senegal, it was hard for us, and we came back. We won this, the, the game against Mali. It was more incredible, and we can, we won the game again. Uh, the game again. Here today, we were believing maybe a one-zero is not the end. We, we thought, thought that we have one maybe one one half to play again. And we come little by little with the equalization with Frank Kessier and also uh, Sebastian Haller, we get the winning. Uh, we still believe, you know, this Afghan is a miracle for us. A kind of story that we cannot relate to someone. We have to live it. We have to witness it here. So then maybe we get, we take from, we say from, thanks to God. Sebastian Allaire, a player who has recovered from cancer. He was diagnosed with cancer as recently as 2022, made his comeback January 2023. Yes. And now he scored the winner at an Africa Cup of Nations. Yeah, it's a it's an incredible, incredible, a crazy story for him. You know, we know he's, he doesn't play at uh, uh, Dortmund, and he came to the Afghan uh, injured here in Adingra. They give, they, they show off what they can do. They give all, all the, the strength, all the, the skill on the pitch. Today, it's Adingra who gave two uh, maybe uh, assists in the game. He was the man of the of the match. And Allah, the winner, uh, we hope he's going to have more a, a, a team or a club in which he can play and can progress again because he has, he, he has witnessed a big story here in Abidjan. He, he's an African champion, so he, have more to, to, he has more to, 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 to give again. It's a Hollywood story, isn't it? Before we get the Nigerian perspective, let's bring in friend of world football at AFCON, George Addo, who is commentating on the game for TV across Africa. George, this Sebastian Allaire story, it's an incredible story. It is Hollywood, isn't it? It's Hollywood stuff. I mean, if, if, I, was a, if I was a TV producer or a film producer, I'm jumping on this Ivory Coast story because I know Ivory Coast had their own surprises. They had a miraculous run to the final. But talk about the Sebastian Allaire story, the way he got that goal in the game against the Air Congo, what he has suffered in the last year, winning the battle against cancer, and winning a true battle for his land in winning the Africa Cup of Nations and being the guy who's got the winner in those two most important games, the semi-final and the final. 
dream stuff. You don't put scripts together. I mean, you don't put scripts like this together. And this tournament has been absolutely great. But such a great memory for Sebastian Halle. Even if he ended his football today, this <laughs> is enough. He was a hero in the semi-final as well. It's quite yeah. remarkable. Okay, let's get the Nigerian perspective. Fizayo, when Nigeria went 1-0 up, you must have thought that's it because Nigeria, the Super Eagles, they're a team of clean sheets. Yeah, to a large extent. But, you know, um, I've always uh, been fearful of the Ivorians. I, I, I wouldn't deceive you. And, you know, the way the, the final was panning out, it wasn't the kind of final we expected to see. You know, I think Nigeria were negative And when we got that goal, you could see that the Ivorians did not panic. You know, it, it, com- compared to other games, when they went behind, you expect to see changes at halftime from the coach. And but even we made a change earlier than the Ivorians. You know, so um, I wasn't too excited because I I felt it was still early in the game. They had around 30 minutes or thereabouts to get an equaliser, which they eventually did. Do you think tiredness played a factor? Because I know many Nigerians have criticised the coach Jose Pissarro. He's had a brilliant tournament. But he didn't rotate much, did he? Were there tired legs at the end of that game? Definitely. It, it played a part, you know. The, the, the system, the 3-4-3 system, demands a lot physically from the players. And when you don't refresh them enough, you know, if you look at it, all these four matches, apart from the extra time substitutions against South Africa, you know the players that are gonna, that's going to come in. Romero comes in at the defence, uh, Alassane comes in in midfield, and um, perhaps on late for Osimhen. So... The players are stretched and they give their all. You know, the legs gave in midway through the second half, and you know, no one can really be hard on the players. But um, it, it's what it is. They they gave it all, but like you said, the physicality and the demands of that formation eventually um, had its way on the team. What will be the reaction back home? Will they be greeted with a hero's welcome, or will the disappointment of the final overshadow that? Maybe not uh, specifically a hero's welcome, but. Uh, for sure, Nigerians are not uh, mad at the players. Of course, they are crestfallen because a lot of expectations were heightened before this particular game. But they tend to understand, they tend to understand that the guys give their all. Stay there because I, I want to talk to you about William Trustekong before, before we end the show. But Sally, I have to come back to you because let's resume this tournament. Let's, let's sum it up. So, lost two games in the group stage, including 4-0 against Equatorial Guinea in the stadium behind me, the Alassane Ouattara Stadium. Nearly went out. Morocco saved you by beating Zambia. Minutes away from going out to Senegal, win on penalties. Seconds away from going out to Mali, get a 122nd minute winner. It's been an unbelievable journey, hasn't it? Did you feel it was always destiny for you to win this trophy because of that journey? Yes, I used to believe after the game against Mali, it's a kind of destiny. It's, it's, it's God. God gave us this trophy. It was God willing. So we say here, it's our, it's our Afcon. We're playing, but God's with us. So we do what we can do. And God gave us this trophy. This story is not, we cannot uh, maybe uh, relate it to anyone because we didn't believe. We've been died here against Equatorial Guinea. You see, first, first new. And we came back after the draw of Ghana and also the winning of Morocco against Zambia. So it's a destiny. God say that we're going to win this Afcon here in this stadium at this day. Despite sacking a manager as well. George, we have to remember. Can you remember a time where a team has won a tournament after sacking a manager? So MS5, the interim boss, has been in charge for four games in his life. He's won all four and he's won a tournament. I think he should retire now. Yeah, he can retire now. And that's the thing that the Afcon gives you, really, because... I thought I saw this wave coming because 
I was fortunate to run commentary on every Ivorian game. So, and, and I don't know if, even during this game, when, when they had that corner kick, I told the guy behind me, start you taking the video. It, I just told him, start taking the video. <laughs> I, I could, I don't know what did, but, but after sitting through all the games, I could feel it when their comeback starts. And immediately they get that equalizer. You see, the next is coming. This is strange. And, and how Fai has put together this team and has produced these results, Ah, Do you give him credit? Because I, I spoke to Emmanuel Abue earlier in the tournament. He said, we don't really need a coach for tactics. No, We just no, need someone to be nice no. to us. Is it more than that? Do you give him a lot of credit? MSY? I give him a lot of credit because the problem with the Ivorian team in, the, in those first two games was that there was lack of discipline in the midfield, especially for Fana. For Fana was going so high up trying to score the goals and was leaving a lot of gaps. One of the things that he did when he came in was introduce Seri. And after that, he ensured that there was discipline. For Fana, and any time Fofana was overdoing things, he even took him off and brought Sangari. Meanwhile, the coach before was playing Fofana, Sangari, the whole game. And that was, that was causing imbalance. So the likes of Seri coming in and the restriction on Fofana really helped them. And at the same time, they started playing to their strengths. We've got Halle up there, float the balls into it. We've got Simon Adingra on the bench, let him work down the wings. It, it was Jeremy Boga in those two games. And yes. Jeremy Boga was in producing. So I give him all the respect. Listen, I give all the respect because he studied his team. The good thing is he was with the team for long and he knew the strengths of the team and just played his cards. This is fantastic. That's interesting because Colo Torre, Ivory Coast legend, he mentioned to me that discipline was, was the key as well. That's what MS5 brought. Do, do you think that, that tactically... We should give him more credit, MS5, for, for what he did. He's not just a figurehead. He's not just someone who's been nice to the players. Let them express themselves. Yes, I, I think uh, maybe he, he gave more, uh, maybe more truth in this dream, more faith. The players hadn't, uh, haven't stood. They found a soul and, and fought and tried to fight again until the end of the game. But maybe tactically, as he was saying, he brought some, uh, maybe some new things in this middle of the game with Seri, but after we saw the players also has this willing of this way of playing and trying to win every game. They have the, this, this hungry of win, so maybe it's not even uh, Faye only, it's all the team, all the staff. Maybe we're hoping he can go, can go do better at the, for the coming, uh, maybe. Uh, for the World time. Cup, forget about the World Cup, just enjoy this, Sally. I'm going to let you go off and celebrate now, but what's it going to be like on Monday? Does everyone get a day off now? I don't on get, I don't get to, Every, everyone get a day off for, on Monday for the celebrations? No one has to go uh, to work, yes. do they? Tomorrow, maybe, there won't be work. <laughs> <laughs> we stay at home, maybe, to rest and try to, to think about and maybe to celebrate by our way and try to think about next time, next step. Salia, thank you so much for joining us. Go and enjoy thank you. supporting the African I'm champion. He's, he's got work to do as well because he's a journalist. Fazio is still here. George is still here as well. Because I want our final thoughts on the tournament. People are saying, George, that this has been the, the best ever AFCON or certainly the best in recent memory. Would you go along with that? I, th I think it's the best in recent memory. I'll go with that maybe last, what, 20 years or something? Yeah, I think so. You've covered a lot. You're I've older than you look. I've, <laughs> I've covered a lot of AFCONs. But you know, yeah, because I don't think a host nation has done this, no. I don't think a host nation has looked knocked out of the competition like they looked. And, and, I, and, I'm, and I, I, I hope that people saw the videos when they lost to Equatorial Guinea by four goals to nil. They were crying when we were going down the tunnel because I was standing right up there and the fans were hooting at them. So that turned around doesn't happen. And they beat teams that were really good, no. That's not that, that's a, that's a surprise, and and that I think is a record. Of course, the tournament is the, the record, the record, the records of goals, the number of upsets in this tournament is on head of 
every group had had its own upset. Equatorial Guinea topping a group that had Nigeria and Ivory Coast, Mozambique dealing with Ghana, Namibia dealing with Tunisia, and it went on. The surprise didn't stop. South Africa beat Morocco, and, and we're in the semi-finals. So look at those who finished up on the podium. All surprising. Even Nigeria themselves, the first game wasn't good against Equatorial Guinea. Then all of a sudden, against the coach they didn't believe in, they are in the final. Yeah, we had some incredible moments. Fazio, what about you? Do you think it's been the best in recent memory this AFCOM? Absolutely, you know. Um, I was at the last World Cup in Qatar, and when I came into Cote d'Ivoire, I saw some semblance of what FIFA put in place. So, in terms of organisation, I think CAF did well enough. Although Cote d'Ivoire as a nation could not contain it, but you could see that endeavour from them. And that makes it one of the best organised for me. And on, on the field of play, George has said it all. Everyone is celebrating, even Ahmed Moussa, the player himself, was saying it at the press conference yesterday that this is one of the best. So, I totally agree with that, and I'm sure a lot of of Africans will agree. And play, play, just before George, hold on a sec. We need to give Nigeria some credit here because they did win one trophy. William Trustek on player of the tournament. Just quickly, Fizio, does he deserve that? Absolutely. I'm oh, so he, was, he was my pick, I have to say, by far. I'm, I'm so happy for him, you know. You might be wondering, it's tournament, it's centre-back. But of course, it showed consistency all through. Scored three crucial goals, led by example. He played through the pain barrier. He's been injured since the group stage game against Cordova. And he went all through the tournament. He was a Trojan. Even the goal he scored in the final just captured, captured it all. A Ghanaian trying to steal the Nigerian glory there. George trying to interrupt Fizio. Fizio, thank you so much for talking to us, despite your disappointment. It's been a pleasure to speak to you on World Football at AFCON. So, George, final yes. thoughts on this tournament. It's been special and we have a special winner. Yeah, we have special, special winner. Um, we've had all kinds of records. Uh, and Sue just walked up to pick up the Golden Boots Award and he's like the oldest player in the competition to score five class goals. 30, at the age of 34, he picked up the Golden Boot. That's even himself. It's, it's another big surprise. And I think generally it's been great. I was even going to mention how VAR, the application of VAR, this competition, has been praised around the world, the way things have done. So I think there's a great tournament we've loved it and of course uh, from a personal point of view it's been I'm not going to forget any of this you've got I, a big I, smile on your face I, yeah because I'm going to sleep and I'm going to be dreaming about all these every day I mean no but, way but the one thing that you didn't get right was your predictions because I think oh, I, yeah, I won yeah, the John, prediction yeah, you're competition right. yeah, John, you, you I, did fantastic I beat I you this. and Sebastian Basson although none of us <laughs> predicted and Gabriel Zaccone none of us predicted Ivory Coast no but you win. had a 4 over 4 in the quarter final <laughs> that was excellent oh thank yeah. you George I had thank 1 you. over 4 and that was it Thank you so much for joining us, George Addo. And thank you so much for listening as well. It's been great to have your company over the last four weeks. We have a new champion. Ivory Coast have done it again for the third time. They've lifted the Africa Cup of Nations trophy. Goodbye for now. World Football at AFCON is a BBC Sport production from the BBC World Service.